Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode number 68. I'm your pal Val, and with me tonight, today, is the amazing Jason. Jason, how are you? Uh, doing well, Val. Nice to be back finally, and uh, hopefully that'll be the last absence for a long time. So, Well, we're glad to have you back. And then the man, the myth, the legend, King NASCAR, Logan, how are you? I am doing great. I'm just glad Jason's back. I know. And everybody, this is NASCAR Radio, where trading cards and racing meet. You're listening to the world's number one NASCAR trading card podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Got a good show for you. No, I'm just kidding. We have a great show for you today. Getting some excitement going on in the Xfinity Cup Series. We're going to talk about those races, the highest finishing rookie and the winners. Races coming up. We're going to talk a little F1. We're going to discuss, found some more information about the Big Lots repacks. The 2021 Panini Prism checklist dropped. We're going to talk about that today. A little F1. Uh, whatever else we can think of. So we got a big show. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about the Stocks for Tots. That's back on. So we'll talk a little bit about that. So let's jump into it, gentlemen. The Camping World Truck Series was off. They've been off for a few weeks now. But they are back on this weekend at Martinsville Speedway. The United Rentals 200, that's at 1 p.m. on Saturday, October 30th. Stages are 50, 100, 200 laps for 105 miles. That race... Is a cutoff race, and we will whittle it down to four to run for the championship in Phoenix. Martinsville is going to be crazy this weekend. It's going to be awesome. All three races are going to be killer for sure. Yep. Recapping the Xfinity race. That was race number 31. That was the 21st annual Kansas Lottery 300. That was Saturday, October 23rd at Kansas Speedway. And car 54, where are you? In the um, winner's circle. Ty Gibbs wins Ty again. Gibbs. <laughs> Ty freaking Gibbs, car 54. Uh, he was the highest finishing rookie as well as race winner. He's just putting on a clinic. And then also he became the ARCA champion this last weekend as well. So he only you can only declare points for one series and he chose arca so that's why his points really aren't counting in the xfinity series so um he is your 2021 arca menard series champion so so he had a good um good weekend there i guess it was saturday yeah he had a great weekend man he uh he won the race he almost won the arca race he got passed on that last restart but uh he did finish second he was wanting to win that race too but he did not but it was it was the uh, Xfinity race was awesome. Um, it, it's gotten to me to be for me that these Xfinity races here, especially here lately, have kind of been better than the cup races. There's a lot more excitement going on. Well, their motto is uh, names are made here. So I've always enjoyed the Xfinity series. And if you've been watching racing NASCAR for a while, uh, we've talked about it before where when the drivers come up to cup, you're not really surprised 
you know, if you're prospecting or looking for a driver to follow, you know about them way before they get to the cup level. So, uh, and again, Ty Gibbs is going to be forced to be reckoned with. Yeah, he is. You know, he's also the the first Xfinity driver, or actually the youngest Xfinity driver, to win four Xfinity races in one season. Yeah, it's going to be interesting next year. I don't see them slowing down at all. No, that car has been dominant, and you know, I, I, was, I don't know if he's going to run the 54 car or the 18 car or what car he's going to run next year, but I'm sure it's going to be stout, whatever car it is. Yeah, we've talked about Ty Gibbs, his rookie cards before the 2020 Panini Chronicles. Lots of base cards, parallels, and autographs in the Crusades, Phoenix, Score. He's also in Spectre. There's no autographs in Spectre. And then he only has autographs in the 2020 Panini Prism, the scripted signature series. There's an unnumbered version, and then everything is either serial number to 99 or less. So I will be definitely looking for Ty Gibbs rookies during the offseason. I don't know if they might be a little too hot right now, but I think when you're in the, hitting those shows up in November, December, January, I think that's the time to pick those up. You agree, Logan, Jason? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you. Yeah, definitely waiting probably 60, 90 days after a season ends is for sure the way to go. Definitely. Next race, Martinsville Speedway, Dead on Tools 250, and that's Saturday, October 30th at 6 p.m. Stages are 60, 60, 130 laps for 125 miles. I'm just looking at the playoff standings here. I don't know if they moved much. I don't know if we were, didn't really talk about the truck series. There's a gap between fourth and fifth. The playoff standings for Xfinity, though, are a little tighter for position three and four with Justin Allgaier plus nine, Daniel Hemrick plus seven, Justin Haley below the line at minus seven, and Noah Graskin minus 24. So still some, you know, nothing's in stone yet. Or, or I guess you'd say a little harder maybe in the truck series to climb a space if they don't win. But there's definitely a lot of positions, points in play for Xfinity. So Martinsville Xfinity race is going to be a good one. Yeah, you know, in the Xfinity race, Hemrick and Gregson got together and crashed on lap 97. I mean, it seemed like it was not a good day if you were a playoff driver. There was a lot of issues for a lot of those guys. Makes it very exciting. Mm -hmm. And then moving over to the Cup Series, that was race number 34. That was the 21st annual Hollywood Casino 400. That was Sunday, October 24th at Kansas Speedway. That was the Kyle Larson Show, Part 2. Or was that Part 8? Part 9. Part 9. Yeah, that was his ninth cup win, and plus he's won the all-star race. So he's had 10 wins this year. <laughs> so he was our winner, and our highest finishing rookie was Chase Briscoe at position 19. I know we've talked about Kyle Larson's cards before. They are smoking hot. 2013 total memorabilia and fanfare. They are priced very high. I saw on checking my cards. 
somebody had the base for like 80 or whatever and a gold for like 60. They have, and Logan, we've talked about this before, and, and Jason is that the there's just not a lot of surplus cards for sale or wax. So everything's kind of dried up. Yeah. When I look on eBay, I just don't see that stuff anywhere hardly, you know, especially any kind of wax. You know, of course, you know, people that have some of these uh, Kyle Larson rookie cars they want to sell, you know, they're, like I said, they're putting some big prices on them, but, you know, really, you're, I mean, you're really not finding a lot. It's, it's amazing how it's dried up. Yeah. I would have thought with some of these prices, they, you know, that you'd see some <laughs> at some lower levels, but I think everybody's who have, who have them are holding on to them. Well, I know I am. <laughs> Same here. So you can't replace them. And uh, he, he's definitely the, front runner for the championship mm-hmm. so we, we talked about him having all these wins and don't forget he blew that tire on turn four of the last lap at one of those races there so yeah he he probably could have had at least i'd say or two or three more wins this year that he just kind of gave away so he could i mean he could be in reality he could be contending for the modern day uh total wins in a year record you know that's held by jeff gordon with 13 back in 1998 it's amazing yeah it is amazing uh next race number 35 at martinsville raceway the xfinity 500 that's sunday october 31st at 2 p.m stages are 160 260 500 laps for 263 miles and the playoff standings after Kansas, Kyle Larson is locked in. Chase Elliott plus 34. Denny Hamlin plus 32. Kyle Busch plus one. Ryan Blaney is the first below the line, minus one. Martin Truex, minus three. Brad Kislowski, minus six. And Joey Logano, minus 26. Yeah. Kyle Busch kind of lucked out because Ryan Blaney hit the wall with like 40-something laps to go. And I uh, pounded the wall. His day was over. And if it wasn't for that, then, you know, Kyle Busch would be on the outside looking in. And Ryan Blaney actually would have a, a lot of points on him. Because, you know, Kyle Busch had his own issues that, that day, too. He he hit the wall, I think, twice. And apparently the wind was, was blowing around pretty good. Because I noticed that some of the camera shots that were uh, on NBC – where the cameras, you could tell they were shaking around. So you know the wind was blowing pretty good. I don't remember which driver it was. Maybe it was Larson after the race talking about how the winds were blowing the car. So a lot of wind. That's amazing when you think about it. But, I mean, if it hits the car just right, I could see where it would upset it. So Marsville going to be very exciting this weekend. Yeah, it's. I think the last 50 laps are going to be – just filled with cautions. I think you're going to see guys dumping each other and crashing and blocking and all kinds of crazy things are going to be happening because, I mean, they all know that, you know, they're fighting for their playoff lives. And, you know, if you don't, if you don't win here, I mean, you, you know, if a playoff driver doesn't win here, of course it's going to be all on points, but you know, I'm, I'm kind of putting my money on Truex right now because he's real good there. He's won three races there. And uh, Denny Hamlin has won five races there. So either one of those I think is good. Kyle, Kyle Busch has won two. So the the Gibbs guys, I think this weekend are going to have an advantage. At least I hope so. <laughs> we'll find out. 
Yeah. Did you, I guess everybody out there knows that, that Martinsville is NASCAR's oldest track. And it was, it's been running since the, since NASCAR was first sanctioned in 1948. And actually it, it started a year before that. So that track's been around since like 1947 and it started out as dirt and they didn't pave it until like 1955. So that's pretty cool. And it's also the shortest track too. It's just like seven one thousandths of a mile shorter than Bristol. <laughs> so, so it's a uh, it's a heck of a track, and it's it's pretty flat too. I don't think it's the flattest track, but it's flat. I didn't realize that. I don't think I've been to Martinsville. I don't have to. Go. I, I haven't either. I want to go there to get a hot dog. <laughs> yeah, I've I've heard a lot about the hot dogs. I don't know if Jason, if you heard about the hot dogs there, but they're famous. I guess we have to do a NASCAR radio excursion there. Now we're coming out of COVID for yeah, sure. That's what we need to do. Is... Go ahead, Jason. No, I just said for sure because I definitely need to get to a race. That would still be my first one. Yeah, the hot dogs are famous there. They're like really red, and they've got some kind of special sauce that they, you know, special relish they put on those things that's supposedly really, really good. I mean, I don't know if it's kind of like maybe the hot dogs you get at Brian Denny Stadium. I know that the hot dogs at, at Alabama games are not red, but they have this really unique relish that they put on their hot dogs that's really good. Uh, but, yeah, we, we might need to do a, a NASCAR radio food episode. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so, Martinsville. Uh, gonna be awesome. Let's move over to F1. That was the Aramico United States Grand Prix. And that was I'm that circuit of what's that? So I'm good with that, whatever you say. <laughs> okay. A R A M C O United States Grand Prix. And that was Sunday, October twenty-fourth at Circuit of America's Austin, Texas. Max Verstappen is our winner. Lewis Hamilton came in second. Followed by Sergio Perez. Yeah, I actually watched that race. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, when Verstappen took the lead over Lewis Hamilton, it was kind of like, I equate that to like Dale Earnhardt Sr. taking the lead off of Jeff Gordon. The crowd went nuts. They were screaming when Verstappen took the lead. So I don't know if how, how that's perceived, but... It, it kind of seems like it's a Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt thing in Formula One. I was going to say, it's either one or the other. Yep. Coke, Pepsi. Yep, right. So we have not talked about Max Van Stopper and his cards. He has about 435 2020 trading cards. Uh, he's in the Topps Chrome Formula One. He has about 15 different cards in there, but... I think the one everybody's probably chasing is card number six. And there's an image variation on that card. And then there's all the parallels of those 15 cards. Uh, one, I jumped over this one. There's also a Tops Now Formula One from 2020, card number 23. And the print run is 4,047 on that. Now, like Tops Chrome 401, they. One of the little subsets I think that looks cool is the the throwback to the 1954 World of Wheels. And so he has a card in there as well as different parallels. There's a 70, 70th anniversary, orange and gold, red. I think all the 
flavor, different colors, super refractor, gold refractors, orange, printing plates, red wave, track tags. That's another insert. There's the Sapphire edition of all this. There's the Dynasty Formula One with the uh, memorabilia autographs. And then one thing, I don't know if a lot of people talk about them or not, but there are actually 2020 Tops F1 official stickers. There's about 11 of those, as well as the 2020 Tops Turbo Attacks Formula One cards. There's about 10 in there as well. And then there's some limited edition cards. Lots of Max Van Stoppen cards in 2020 to collect. Yeah, I think that uh, if Hamilton would have won that race, I think he would have had like a one-point lead in the championship. But, of course, Verstappen has extended that lead now. And we've been saying it. He's It's going to go down. I think it's going to go down to the last race. And whoever finishes ahead of the other person is going to win the championship. I think that's how close it's going to be. Max and Lewis are the only two within striking distance. Max is 12 ahead of Lewis. And then Lewis is 103 points ahead of Bottas. So it's just, it's between Max and Lewis here for the championship. The next race is the Mexican Grand Prix, and that's Sunday, November 7th. So they're off this weekend. And that is at the Autodromo Hermanos Rodriguez. Uh, And it looks like that's a 4.304 kilometers motorsports racetrack in Mexico City, Mexico. So that's where the next race is going to be at, November 7th. I guess from a logistical standpoint, it's cheaper for them to stay here in North America than fly back somewhere in Europe or somewhere else in the world and then coming back to North America. It's kind of like, I guess, the the West Coast swing for NASCAR. Now, if you're listening to the show and you're an F1 person, I want to let you know that Topps UK site has F1 sticker packs, boxes, as well as the F1 Turbo Attacks, multi-packs, and I guess they're collector tins as well. So I don't know if you're getting that information from other folks, but hopefully that's why you're listening to NASCAR radio. So uh, you can order from the UK site. You're going to have to pay for more for shipping and I guess more of uh, tax and VAT tax, but you can still get that product. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't know if everybody knew that or not. So I go out and check the tops UK site. Like I said, there's F1 stickers, 2021 and the, Turbo attacks 2021. So, Jason, I got a question for you. Do you think uh, think it would be cool if Tops made like Heritage Formula One? Hmm, that's a weird one. I mean, yeah, I don't think yeah, anybody I thought about it. Down, but it's like, where do you pull that heritage? It's kind of like with wrestling, where you have a few years where you can pull those old designs, but after that, you're pulling baseball designs, and it's it's kind of a personal taste. I, Val was shaking his head. Of course, it's going to sell, but it's that traditionalist, you know, what design are you using? Now, if they went back and pulled, are there older F1 cards that they could pull designs from? Like, say, if there was a Heritage and they did, like, the STP, Petty type thing. You know what I mean? Is there Are there old F1 cards? I don't think so from Tom's. 
No, 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 not from tops, but just in general, oh. that they could like steal, you know, air quotes, steal that design. I think there's some older sets they could do. Is there some kind of, uh, like maybe that's indie that meets set from like '64 or something with the rounded edges? And I think there's some other ones they could do. Maybe at least the back of cards from the UK. Yeah, you you were, you were thinking about those Morhoffer meat cards. Yeah. But I don't know. It'd be interesting uh, to do that older stock. And, you know, I guess they could come up with some, you know, Montgomery 582 Club. They have all these different kind of designs or whatever. They might be able to piece something together. I think Alan and Ginter would be pretty sweet for some F1, do some drivers without helmets and, you know, do some variations with helmets or, you know, something like that. I think that would go a long way. And they're already doing 10s for. The UK stuff, put some Ginner and some Tins. They did that a few years ago, probably a decade ago, I thought, with baseball. So uh, we haven't talked about it, but I did get some soccer a few years ago. And then what they were doing on the Tops UK site was that they had these different Tins. And they also had different offerings where you got a special card of a particular player from certain tin, Tins than others. So, you know, they did Messi and, and the other guys, um, and the other guys are escaping me now, but they could do that definitely with, you know, the F1, say you had a certain 10, 10 and you had the Max Verstappen or whatever, or you had a special Lewis Hamilton card, gold version. I think when the Messi, when I did it, there was a, um, a bronze, a silver and a gold. And it was like, out of four of them, I think you got two bronze, one silver and one gold. So they were you know, different and limited. And like I said, the, so the Tops UK site, they do that, but I don't really see that in the Tops USA site. I just wanted to throw out if people didn't realize that you could order from the Tops UK site. Yeah. Just talking about that heritage real quick. I'd like to see the 1971 Tops baseball design be on either one. I think that'd be cool with the black borders and all that. So anyway, it's just my thought. Going on. Going back into that subject, that was something that Val and I talked about probably a year ago was trying to get some of those Dawn Rust baseball designs into the NASCAR product, in which they have with the 87 and the 88, but to take it a step further with that cardstock mm-hmm. or, you know, at least closer to those uh, to that level. But anyways, kind of switching the gears a little bit. Uh, big lots. Everybody has been kind of talking about the NASCAR repacks that are appearing at Big Lots. Well, I went to my local Big Lots. They did not have any, but I did ask the one of the employees there, and she, she proceeded to tell me that those are stocked by a third party, kind of like Target and Walmart, but... They don't come every week. They don't come every month. They come every month or two. So then those folks are responsible for stocking. Uh, this was like a four-sided display, and yep. they're responsible for that display. So I guess if you find them and you clean them out, then it's going to be a few months before they're restocked. So I wasn't here to talk about it last week, but and I know, Val, you haven't seen them, but Logan, you have and I have. What have you seen packs wise? Because I've seen you can see the top pack you can't see 
the inside pack and it looks like it's darker but the top one that you can see see i didn't see those the ones that i saw were two different years of ignite i didn't see that one either i saw ignite uh 2013 and i thought it was a different year but i couldn't find it on the front but it had a different design on the front of the pack probably 2012 that's what i assumed probably something like 12 or 14 yeah so I was just curious as to what you've seen, which you showed. What were those that you showed again? Yeah, one of them is um, 2011 Press Pass on the top pack, and the other one is 2006 Tracks. Well, that's way back. That's yeah. way back. Somebody, somebody's sitting on a bunch of – maybe that's who's sitting on all these of these distributors. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I don't see any of that stuff for sale except from, you know, the big three. Well, hey, I just want to set the record straight on this that our own Jason Dean Martin is the oh, one who found it. <laughs> it's 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 his fault that I'm now having to go look <laughs> at the big lots every other day to find these dang things to, make, to see if they've restocked or not. That's kind of well, crazy though that there are, you know, just between the two of us, there are four different top packs. Have you opened any to see what in, the inside packs are? I've seen other different packs. One person on the nut site showed they had gotten a 2013 fanfare and they hit a Kyle Larson auto. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So if that's legit, that's pretty awesome. And then I think Logan, you had shared some different ones as well. And I think even when we went to, well, this wasn't from big lots. I don't know if it's the same manufacturer or not. When we went to the national, you had some packs and those were all over the board as well. Yeah. Um, for years i opened up one because i wanted to do some videos of opening these things and i i've been so busy at work i just hadn't had a chance to do it but i did open up one and one of them had had the tracks and the other one yep. the other yep. pack behind it was one of those long uh rack packs with oh, you know, nice. like two two sections yeah. in it you can see there was a lot of cards in there and it was uh the 2010 press pass now do you guys remember with the ignite were they thicker packs or thicker stock cards? Because the two that I saw both years, they were thick packs. And then the pack behind it was kind of a skinny one, almost like there wasn't a ton of room in that little blister. Like, do you remember what they were? So the 2012 have those big autograph and relic in them. That's the one with the Brad Kozlowski auto pen. And so those those cards are thick. Yeah, and you need They're to buy them if you find them. What you're telling me is I need to go to Big Lots in the morning, but I'm not <laughs> going to tell anybody where I live. So. <laughs> yeah, you need to go get those, Jason, because you're probably going to get a hit in those Ignites. Okay. Sure. Well, it's kind of funny because there were like 10. I went on Sunday, and I was in line, and line took forever. And I was like, oh, I'll just come back later. And uh, so I didn't get them, but there were like 10 packs and they all had some version of Ignite on the top. Like, dang, man. That, and they're only $3. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're going to get some good stuff in those. You are. That's going to be awesome. You're going to have to show us what you get. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll have to make a run down to my big lots and see if they get even stocked. So I don't know if somebody's already cleaned them out or they just haven't gotten to my store to put them well, out. I went to I went to my closest one today. In fact, I went in between work and the show tonight 
and there was no change in what they'd stocked. It was still the same as the last time I saw it a few days ago. So I, I've been going like about every three or four days just checking because, I mean, I'm, who knows when these people are going to show up, like you say. Yeah. So I just want to make sure, you know, pass that information on to everybody about how they're stocked or when they're stocked. So. And speaking of stocks, the Stocks for Tots is on scheduled for December 7th. That was postponed last year. And if you're not familiar with that, that is something that is done in uh, Mooresville, North Carolina. I know we have a lot of folks who listen from North Carolina, or if you're in the area, the North Carolina Motorsports Association and North Carolina Motorsports Hall of Fame puts this on. Uh, It's a charity event. I don't remember exactly. More information is coming about the price. It's not too expensive, but basically they'll have between 50 to 100 NASCAR personalities there, drivers to sign. So I've been once or twice. So I'll read. uh, If you're on Facebook, it's stocks for F-O-R-TOTS, T-O-T-S. And they posted that we have some great breaking news. Stocks for Tots is going to happen this year, confirmed today, Tuesday, December 7th. We're very excited to bring our event back to Race City, USA. This year, we'll be hosting an event at a new venue with a new autograph session format, all happening in downtown Mooresville, right next to our Walk of Fame. And they will be posting all the important details in the following week. Stay tuned for driver updates, event times, collectibles, and our location information. Yeah, it sounds like shooting fish in a barrel, getting those autographs. <laughs> uh, it it is. I've like I said, been a few times. I think I've mentioned it to Jason before. There are a lot of folks there. Huge turnout, and uh, you know that's where Richard Petty's been be, uh, has shown up. Bobby Allison, Donnie Allison. I think Dale and Hart Jr. came one year. Rex White's usually there. I want to say Ray Evernham, Joe Nemechek, and John Hunter Nemechek. What about Rex White? Wasn't he there one year? Yes. Um, so there, it's a lot of up-and-coming drivers as well. I think I've gotten a bunch of the young guns who are now, you know, um, regulars in the Cup Series as well. So uh, check out their Facebook page and if you're in the vicinity or uh, you make a trek, I, well, again, it's on a Tuesday though, but that uh, you will and in like in-person autographs. You'll love this event. So that sounds cool. I, I, I Maybe this year I can go. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I, maybe I can get over there. Logan, I know you'd love it. So I know I would. <laughs> so uh, like I said, I saw that over the last few days ago and wanted to bring it to everybody's attention. So, cause I know we have some listeners in North and South Carolina. As well as California, but that's uh, too long of a drive for for you folks. And then switching gears, 2021 Panini Prism. Uh, That's going to be released November 5th. The sell sheet is out. Hobby boxes are going to have four autographs, four hyper red and blue prisms, and six silver prisms. Uh, the sell sheet says hunt for ultra rare lava flow and color blast inserts. Look for hobby exclusive hyper red and blue prism parallels and final four autographs in every hobby box on average. 
Uh, right now, prices at blowout and Dave and Adams are about 150 a box. And as we are recording, the checklist has been dropped. And I know the guys have been busily digging through the checklist. Anything jump out at you guys? For me, it's a lot of the same. It's just that thing. I know people go crazy over Prism. And I know for us, you know, four or five releases a year. I just, it's not, to me, it's not a lot different, uh, unfortunately. But, you know, it's a release, so I'm excited about it. And I'll be buying some, but it's just same as last year to a degree. Yeah, we got some new new names, or not new names, but new drivers in Prism format. Ty freaking Gibbs, card number 59. It should have been card 54, but. It should have been. But looking through, we have flashbacks. I believe we saw our wheels. There's a zebra, white zebra. There's variations. Yeah, I think those zebra cards are going to look really cool. So it looks like there's variations on Martin Truex Jr., Chase Elliott, Kyle Busch, Brittany Zamora, Haley Deegan, Kevin Harvick, Joey Logano, Sheldon Creed, Michael McDowell, and Natalie Decker. Yeah, you got three ladies in there. That's cool. Yeah, Brittany, Haley, and Natalie. Yeah, these these cards look really cool. Um, there's one I don't know what it's called, but it looks like it's got like Fruit Loops in the background. I don't know. I don't know what that's called, but that's I think that's a really cool looking card. Um, you know, Val was talking about they got the wheel subset. I don't know if that's just what they're calling it or if they're actually using the brand name. So that is those are cards sixty one to seventy. The base is one to 60. So I've got to find out what's from 71 to a hundred to find out the other subsets. We know that stained glass is now its own insert set. Yep. And that looks like that is a 30 card insert set. So looking at what uh, Logan was just talking about that fruit loop, esque uh design he's talking about is the rainbow uh it's got to be the rainbow out of 24. looking at the names of the parallels i can't imagine it's anything else because everything else kind of has a color associated with it you know pink carolina blue and so on so that has to be the rainbow out of 24 variation or not variation but parallel excuse me i think it's cool um you know i, I noticed on this checklist that this is they're doing like they did in Spectra and Chronicles. Uh, there's 90 cards, but there's 10 variations, so there's 100 cards. If you want to get that the whole base? Oh, thing. nice! I didn't even catch that. Yeah, you're right. So we have wheels from 61 to 70, and legends from 81 to 90. Yeah, and it's got the king in it, which I'm always happy about. I can't get enough of the king. You know, and then they've got they've got the autographs too. They've got the endorsements, and it looks like there's 20 different signature cards. Uh, you've got Earnhardt Jr., Richard Petty, Tony Stewart, Keselowski, Brittany Zamora, Carl Edwards. I'd like to know where he lives now, but they know. Maybe we can ask. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Chris Buescher, Christopher Bell, Corey LaJoy, Danica Patrick. Michael McDowell, Sheldon Creed, Tyler Reddick, Harrison Burton, Eric Jones, Brennan Poole, Jeremy Clements, and Joey Gase. So that's 
Eh, it's pretty good, I guess. Then they I like, have, the, I like the signing sessions design. At least the one that they're showing on Cardboard Connection. Uh, they're showing Mike Snyder. And it, I like how they gave that little white area for the signature. And I like the card. But I'm just kind of curious because it doesn't say if it's a parallel or not. Because I could see it being, you know, possibly a rainbow parallel or something. Uh, but I like, I do like the design of those. So I figured figured out the base is 1 to 60. 61 to 70 is the wheels. Flashbacks are 71 to 80. And Legends, 81 to 90. Yeah, there, and there's a lot of different inserts. I mean, you've got the Apex, which we've seen before. They've got Burnouts, Checkered Flag. The Color Blast are going to be cool. I've seen those... Uh, those are red, white, and blue color blasts. Those are going to be spectacular. There's five of those. You've got Jeff Gordon, Natalie, Natalie Decker, Haley Deegan, Dale Hart Jr., and Rich Petty, which that's the one I got to get for sure. Uh, but those look really cool. Then they've got the Heroes. And then Illumination, we've seen those before. Laser Show, Lava Flow, which is what they were talking about. They're, they're ultra rare. There's uh, five of those. Haley Deegan. Kevin Harvick, Chase Elliott, Jimmy Johnson, and Tony Stewart are Lava Flow. Yeah, those are going to be cool. Uh, then they've got the Liberty Set checklist, uh, National Pride, which we've seen before. Uh, they've got Spotlight Set, and then like what Jason was saying, there's they've got Stained Glass, which it's own, which it's its own deal now. Uh, teamwork and USA. So there is going to be a lot to collect in this bad boy this is going to be i think it's gonna be fun a lot of inserts a lot for driver collectors to chase so i just noticed something um and val you can edit or top this up however you need to but i'm looking and you know 90 card base set 10 variations if you go down and look at the checklist for the base silver prism signatures checklist so it's just the base cards that are signed there are only 87 cards and the ones missing, I'll tell you the names and you can tell me if you have reasons why Chase Briscoe, Chandler Smith and Cole Custer. Any, any thoughts on that as to why they wouldn't be in the base signatures? How do you know they're missing? So if you go to the base set checklist, it says 90 cards. If you go to the autograph, it says uh -huh. 87 and I just I simply went through to see what which ones were missing. Because I pull up the silver prism signatures and I see one to sixty, which is what I would expect. Mm. Oh, you're right. Forty nine is missing. Yeah, and then twenty seven and thirty. And then actually the Ross Chastain card says it's only in the gold vinyl, which that means it's only a one on one. You are right. They, so that's like I wonder why that's a that's a weird thing to have so many and then because I th my first thought was okay who's on this checklist that's deceased but that's not even the reason. So Cole Custer is with Stuart Haas, Chase Briscoe is with Stuart Haas, and then number thirty was do, 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 Chandler Smith. Chandler Smith is truck right. 
I'm not sure. Maybe they didn't return, but you said they're in other. I no, I don't know that. Okay, uh, they could. They very well could be. Um, Unless they are redemptions, but I, to your point, Jason, I don't know other than Cole Custer and Chase Briscoe being right. Stuart Haas, and maybe they didn't get it back in time, or they got lost, or but that could be. They, that's I mean, it very could be interesting, though. That. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 interesting. I don't know that those are the only logical things I can think of. Is they either got lost or they didn't get them back in time? Well, I'm looking through the other stuff, and I don't see them listed on any other signing sets, which the checklists are not as deep, but. I don't see him. So, unfortunately, if you were looking for those guys, you're SOL, man. So, I see Kevin Harvick on the list of silver parallel autographs or signatures, card number 36. And Eric Armorola is card number 47, which is Stuart Haas. So, those two are there. Of course, there could be redemptions. We don't know. So, I don't, yeah, we don't know. We don't know. And just actually, you know, looking over this here for the last 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, it's fresh to us too, for sure. That would be a question that we could uh, hit the guys up on Twitter, maybe Tracy and them, see if they have a because, like, like you were saying, it could be so simple that it's it's nothing. But that's a good catch, Jason. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm looking at um, signing sessions gold prism. How Ty gives us card number thirty four. Yeah. Keep, keep in mind that we just, Jason alerted us to this literally right before we started recording. So this is, this is totally new to, to all of us. Yeah, absolutely. Imagine being the Ross Chastain collector and it's only a one-on-one autograph. Like how depressing <laughs> is that? Yeah, that's, that's tough. Well, that, that's when you start doing the Fred Flintstone thing. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of uh, insert sets that I'm seeing, you know, burnouts, stained glass, heroes, Liberty. Every time I hear Liberty, I think of the insurance company. <laughs> I know they've done a great job uh, saturating that in everybody's mind. So whoever is the marketing person did a very good job. Yeah. Lemu, Emu, and Doug. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask with the prison price you know it just popped last week has it risen at all and do you think it will rise we still have a week left at least until it gets until it releases assuming it doesn't get pushed back do we see a price increase at all i don't think so i think it's set at 150 i think it should be about the 120 range so I don't know if we'll see it drop some. I don't know if it's high they're trying to capture or maybe see like they did with the Chronicles or folks from outside of NASCAR. It seems like NASCAR folks, you know, they're not new to it. So I've already saw some rumblings on the nuts side about the price. So, But I guess, you know, Panini will have it on their site. We'll see what they sell theirs for and how fast they sell it. I think they have a five-box maximum on their website. So I know, well, last time, I think, Logan, you were able to get in and get some, but I know I was kind of shut out, and I know the bots are released on it. So we'll see. Uh, and if we get to see some of that 
in the stores. I don't remember seeing much in the stores. Of course, I don't see a lot of racing at my Walmart and Target. Right. So, yeah, I guess you don't see it because you're in the thick of it, and somebody walks in, they're buying it all. Uh, you know, it's it's different here in Memphis. You know, because I've seen I've seen a lot more racing recently in Target than Walmart. In fact, I haven't really seen hardly anything in Walmart when you talk about it. Completely the same. No racing at Walmart, which you'd think it'd be the other way around. Yeah, you would think because I mean we've got some some WalMarts that are out out in the boonies that are like 30, 40, 50 miles away that that we, we go to every once in a while and it's amazing. We'll go there and they have they'll have it still, and, but the our, our local ones just don't have it. And I and I just can't believe that that people are just buying all that stuff out. But I mean I may be wrong, but may, maybe they are. The, the, you know, people. Uh, these days have been buying everything. It seems like it hits the shelves, no matter what it is. So I don't know, Logan, what your thoughts are on this, but we have a race this weekend, and then we have Phoenix the following week, the day before, or the and the day before of the race. Prism is being released, so I guess where I'm going is that Prism's being released right here at the end of the NASCAR season? Uh, well, I, I think it's probably been pushed back. I think it probably should have already been released. Don't, don't you think? Uh, yes, but I guess, uh, you know, I don't necessarily know if it was done on purpose from Panini, but what do you think long-term? Because basically our window to collect Prism is going to be uh, November... December and January, I think early February, Donruss will come out. If it, and, you know, and that's if everything's on track the way things have been on. National Treasures is set to release in December, but I don't think everybody who collects Prism collects National Treasure. So, like you know, somebody like me, I'll be more inclined to collect Prism than National Treasures. Yeah, me too. I mean, I'll probably splurge and buy a box of National Treasures. I and actually, I did that last year, and that was my Christmas present to me. <laughs> so that's probably what I'll do again this year. In fact, my wife was asking me tonight, "What do you want for Christmas?" I said, "There's nothing I really want." I said, "I buy cards throughout the whole year, so that you know, for me, Christmas is year round." <laughs> well, then we need some time too to let this sink in, and then we'll have to do our surveys to find out. Uh, end of the year, the best product for NASCAR training cards this year. So, and I guess we need to do Formula One as well. Yeah. We'll do our surveys. Anything else for Prism, gentlemen? Not right now. I just want to be able to take a little time and digest it and look at it and see if there's new drivers that, you know, because I haven't noticed one way or the other if we've got some new drivers that have not appeared on cars before that are actually in prism. So we'll, we'll look, we'll look at that and see if we, if we find out if there's anybody new that hasn't been on a card before. Yeah. And assuming we're going to get blasters, I would imagine this is going to be the first $30 blaster for NASCAR. Probably. I'm not, I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah. Same. Well, one thing I wanted to talk about before we uh, wrap up is we were following the 1986 Sports Star Photographics eBay auction. It had the eight different 
cards with Tim Richmond and the Dale Earnhardt. That closed at $346 with free <clears throat> shipping. Yeah, I saw that. I thought I thought that price wasn't bad. I mean, it's got an Earnhardt in there. I mean, granted, the Earnhardt wasn't the greatest condition, but those things are hard to find in, in, in any shape. So if you can get one of those and pick it up at a reasonable price, I think you've done well. Yeah, I think the Tim Richmond would grade high. I think the only problem with the Earnhardt was that it was off-centered, you know, would get an off-OC qualifier on it. But uh, I thought that was probably a respectable price. Yeah, I don't think it went crazy with crazy money. I think it. I think it was like I said, it was it was a fair price, and I think actually, I think somebody probably got a deal. Really, you know, when I was looking looking through that, I, I also saw that back on the third of October, there was a eighty six Sports Stars Richard Petty that sold with one bid. It was raw for forty seven dollars and ninety nine cents. That was a raw card, and it looked good. Don't get me wrong, but that's that's pretty good too. Yeah, I thought that I just see that right here. That's um, that's also respectable. That eighty-six sports star photographics. Mm-hmm. And one thing I didn't look at eBay a whole lot, but the other thing that caught my eye was just four days ago it ended. There were a lot of six Jimmy Johnson PSA ten rookie cards. And it sold for best offer. Uh, they had $1,100 on it for buy it now, but I don't know what the best offer was. But there were three PSA 10 maximum rookies and three PSA 10 SP authentic rookies of Jimmy Johnson. So, I mean, you figure if those things are, you know, that's even at $1,100, that's still under $200 a piece, which I, I'm thinking those cards are at least $100. $50 cards at least. Well, that stuff's drying up. You can't find really any wax. And I think Jimmy Johnson's in that zone right now where he's not in the spotlight. And I don't think, you know, people realize we've talked about it before, all the stuff that he accomplished uh, when he was racing. And so when he is up for the Hall of Fame and his name gets brought up and he gets uh, selected. You know, I think, I guess what I'm saying is now, you know, is a good time to pick some of that up, maybe in the off season as well, when you're looking for your tie freaking Gibbs, that, you know, you're looking for the Jimmy Johnson rookies and stuff. If you can find, find them for a cheap price. Nobody's sitting on cases of 2000 SP authentic. That's for sure. Yeah. I remember when that 2000 SP authentic came out, it was for its time. It was pricey. For NASCAR, I was collecting the 2000 or not collecting, but I was buying the 2000 SP Authentic football, and I think that was about $120 a box. So I would imagine the SP Authentic racing was probably in that same range. I think it was because I know I know I wasn't going to spend my money on it that much money on a box of cars back then, back 20 years ago. Yeah, that's that's high. You know, now it's it's not, but back then, uh, for four autographs. And, you know, Jimmy Johnson was wouldn't become Jimmy Johnson until early 2000. So he was just a rosy cheek young kid in the 2000 authentic. Everybody was chasing the Dale Earnhardt senior autograph or 
Jeff Gordon autograph. Yeah, that's that that autograph set. If you could get that whole autograph set, that's that would be an awesome autograph set to have. Yeah, we saw that SP authentic autograph sign of the times Earnhardt Senior at the show at the national. Mm hmm. Yeah, and and they were proud of it too. <laughs> was it graded a ten? I think that one was graded, and it was like five grand. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was it was very expensive. But it may be worth it. I mean, you can't get them anymore. No. Well, gentlemen, anything else we need to talk about or discuss or I've missed? Well, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, we're, we've had a full show. Well, if nobody has any objections, I'll wrap it up for tonight. Of course, I want to thank everybody out in California who's downloading the show, as well as our friends in Canada and the other states, Ohio. North Carolina, South Carolina. We appreciate everybody listening to the show. Yeah, even people who are in a state of confusion. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm always in a state of confusion. I live there. That's funny. Well, everybody's going to be in that until Martinsville's over with, and then we get the final four selection, championship four. We'll have some closure here this uh, Sunday, so... Yeah, I'll be having NASCAR withdrawals here in a few weeks. Oh, yeah, I don't even want to think about that. Just enjoy mm -hmm. it right now. But thanks, everybody, for listening. Please like, share the podcast, share NASCAR trading cards with your friends. also want to thank Panini America for sponsoring the show, as well as OK Plumbing. And for me, Jason, and Logan, we'll talk to you next week. 